0: Welcome to Windsor Watch with me, Sarah Southern, and this week I'm joined by the ever-so-fabulous Elliot Granger. Hello. And, well, I guess he's here, James Clothier. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> well, we've had uh, some delights from the Cambridges in the past week that yeah. have kept us enthralled, intrigued and entertained, because of course it was their wedding anniversary last week, which we spoke about on the pod at length. We did. Uh, in fact, we enjoyed it so much that uh, on their actual wedding anniversary, uh, the three of us met up. And we watched the entire wedding from beginning to end.
1: It was brilliant. But also
0: COVID safe. Oh, very COVID safe. Always COVID safe on the Windsor Watch <laughs> podcast. But uh, we did enjoy watching the entire wedding from beginning to end. I think it
2: was also probably because when we watched the original one, at least in my case, a couple of glasses of champagne in, it's the little bits you'd missed. And also you doing your sort of... Um, you know commentary. ongoing commentary of mm. who's doing what who's wearing what who's sat where who's sat where why mm. I just
0: like pointing out all the people I knew in the crowd <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was lovely to see a crowd wasn't it that
1: was oh, so that beautiful was nice. people uh, people together, all being uh, happy yeah. and waving flags so, no, all that, that. Was,
0: that was joyous and then of course we were treated by the Cambridges to a lovely video to commemorate their 10 year mm. wedding anniversary where they were playing on the beach and such. Like, what did you think of that, Elliot? I yeah. thought
2: it was really lovely, and I like the sort of video, it sort of montage of just photos and different things. And was, ah, I love it. I love it whenever they share any of that. A friend of mine was a bit like, oh, it needed like a sort of lovely message from them at the end to say how happy they've been, and I was like, it's not Hallmark. Also, I think
0: it was assumed that they were happy well, by the video. By the fact that it was like, <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> the fact that yeah, I, mean, right. I
1: I did think the fact that it was them, you know, playing in slow motion on the beach in got in of fedora and then wearing barber jackets and then toasting marshmallows over an open fire with guitar music softly playing in the background did give it the feeling of an advert for a building society. <laughs> I mean, it was a bit like Shop at Bowden.
2: But um, I think if they're if they getting sort of associated with Bowden or and or building societies, they're hitting the
1: right brand. Well yeah. Uh, I
0: mean, that is very lovely... much Middle England of, uh, of... It, exactly. and it
1: was lovely to see the kids running around and chasing and you know. It was it was sweet. And she and was it was great, great and enough door, I think. It,
0: it warmed my does. heart hugely. Yeah. Uh, so that came out on their social media, but then their social media channels went silent mm. over the weekend. How did you go? I mean, I'd have to admit it was challenging because uh, Prince William is the president of the Football Association here in England and the FA decided that everyone involved in football was going to be silent on social media uh, as part of their anti-racist campaign. Which I didn't
1: totally
2: understand. I didn't notice, but then I'm not really on social media. I I read read about it on Monday in the papers. I
0: think it's to do with the fact that there is so much racist hate Mm. sent to football players online. So the fact that all of these huge football clubs and people associated with football stopped all of their content was Mm. a way of saying, hang on, we are united in tackling racism in football. It's been quite a long campaign. The, the oh, football it, association is,
2: football has been associated with trying to stamp out racism for a long, for a long time, long time. Yeah. so it makes sense it's, so, it's ongoing
0: but because uh, Prince William was doing that in his role as the head of the FA it meant that when they released the photograph of little princess Charlotte who turned six mm. we didn't see it on old their Twitter. social media we saw it through the old traditional means through the newspapers mm, which how was very aged was how very
1: legacy and it was yeah. a lovely picture although she does look like Prince William in a wig um, <laughs> do you think
0: that's, well, so, that's so mean that's so uh, no, I know I mean she
1: looks beautiful She's Charming, lovely, but it's Prince, uh, she really has her father's genes, uh, and, but this delightful curl of blonde hair around her, I think she's stunning, it was a lovely picture, but my goodness me, she does it like a father.
0: Well, I think she looks like the Queen. Well, yeah, that that's sense. true. And that's so also absolutely... I like thought that. it was very cute, very cute. Uh, Prince William was on a visit yesterday mm. and somebody had asked him, you know, did you did your daughter have a lovely birthday? He went, oh, yeah, she's turned six, but if you ask her how old she is, she says she's 16. <laughs> so that's she's quite growing cute. growing up oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> So that's quite cute. And I think she'd had a little birthday party for one of the family, compliant nice. with COVID rules, nice. uh, to celebrate her birthday. Because obviously she didn't have a birthday party when she turned five because we were in oh. mega lockdown. Mega lockdown. Uh, But I have realised that, you know, there seems to be a bit of a pattern with royal birthdays. Because obviously we had Prince Louis the other week. We had Princess Charlotte at the beginning of May. Mm. We have little Archie Mountbatten-Windsor tomorrow on the 6th of May. And then we have Zara Phillips, I think, on about the 15th of May. Are you saying
2: they're all Balmoral babies? I'm
0: pretty much saying that everyone's being conceived in August, probably at Balmoral. Oh, when they all go to Balmoral? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Course,
1: because there's nothing else to do, mm-hmm. it's freezing cold, <laughs> unless you like shooting animals. Um, and they're all in cosy bedrooms because it's freezing outside, despite it being August, off. it's Scotland. Um, and so they'll be, yeah, all tucked up with a cosy log fire, boom.
0: Because you know who else was allegedly uh, conceived at Malmoral? Who, uh, Cherie and Tony Blair's, of youngest course. son, Leo, yeah. yeah. And the reason I say I don't know why I'm saying conducive. allegedly for that, because I think Cherie Blair told people. She told people that
1: she'd forgotten to take her, what, some kind of i don't phrase think well, I, I think that like, t- <laughs> TMI, James. <days. laughs> not TMI. Okay, anyway, sorry. we're not watching yeah, yeah,
2: them. No, no, no. Let's, let's go back to His winters. hair has also been newsworthy this week, but we're not watching We're not yet, exactly.
0: The Blairs are not part of this podcast. Thank you very much. But I thought it was very sweet to see another little cute picture of Charlotte looking lovely. Lovely. Uh, I'm kind of a bit sad that she wasn't born first actually, I think she'd be a lovely little queen, Mm. but we might get that with Prince George anyway. Anyway, Uh, moving on, moving on. So we saw lots from the Cambridges, uh, from kind of big life events, wedding anniversaries, birthdays of children, but then of course we can't ignore the Sussexes. No, we can't.
2: Cause mostly because they won't let you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so on Sunday, we saw Prince Harry take to the stage of a stadium. But hang on, have in we California? seen it yet? Because
2: I'm very confused now. Because there's lots of pictures of it in the newspaper, but then all of the other things said to be broadcast next weekend. And yeah, I so don't know, no, 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 he's what, been what, on American what, TV. It's,
0: no, 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 it's not been on American well, TV I've yet. Seen it on, on the Twitter. Yeah, so or people, have, there's like you know, Ill- illegal, Clips. illegal downloads oh, or, right. sort of it. But there was this huge concert for Vax Live, which the sorry, not the Cambridges, the Sussexes are on the board of this Vax Live Mm. effort. Mm -hmm. And it's a campaign to promote everybody in the world should be allowed to have a vaccine. Elliot. Yes,
2: except it gets political.
0: It's very political. Which
2: is not what the royals do, but it's clearly what the Sussexes are going to do. But Mm -hmm.
0: what's very interesting is there are so many nations who've signed up to COVAX, which is you will donate all of the spare vaccines so that um, countries that need it can have the spare vaccine. So it's not as though people... This is something that they're having to like push against. People. They're pushing against an open door, which yeah. is yeah. There's well, different arguments, gonna... aren't
2: there? Because the argument at the moment is there's 30 million vaccines sat in a warehouse in Ohio or somewhere that are not authorised for use in America, but are authorised for use in India, but they won't share them because they need them for the Americans. So there's, there's that kind of politics at play. So it does get bit, it gets very political very fast. And it's brave territory to step into. I'm sure Harry's of totally, political age. yeah, he,
1: he'll, he'll be totally across the geopolitics of this. Uh, all over it. I mean, all over it. I thought yeah. it was
0: just interesting to see him walk out onto this stage in front of... Tens of thousands. He looked
1: like a rock star, didn't he? Yeah. And he had his name in light behind him with Prince Harry the...
0: Did it say the Duke of Sussex?
1: Yeah. Just in case you forget. Prince Harry the Duke
0: of Sussex. But I think to be in front of a crowd of these, you know, frontline health workers who had all been vaccinated. Mm. Because apart from me, when I first saw it, I was like, well, this is a super spreader event if ever there was one. (laughs) But no, they've all been vaccinated. But yeah, him standing there when it said global citizen behind him at one point which I I just thought was a really strange image like what what does global citizen mean what are you trying to he's American now well he is American now but Mm -hmm. he did which of course I feel as though we should have like a buzzer for every time that Prince Harry says this managed to say and of course you have served like he's obsessed with the terms serve serve and service but
2: he's from the military so that's not particularly surprising because he has served in that very real way I know but I feel as though
0: it's shoehorned into everything he does now
2: it's also isn't it
1: part of their mission and vision so yeah, that's what no, I mean. I didn't it feel it was appropriate. appropriate. Yeah, it, it didn't feel appropriate okay. for the thing. The, the reason he keeps crowbarring service in is because that's why he was booted out of the royal family, wasn't it? That they said you 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 can't do service for us. So he's like, service is universal. I will do my service in other ways. And it's 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 his it's the tug of war. Is using that word repeatedly to say I'm serving. Look, I'm serving. Serving who?
0: Well, I think when you're saying it to frontline workers who have been at the coalface, as it were, of <laughs> COVID, yeah. of, you know, really do, I just come kind of thought, oh, well, hang on a second. I don't know what... I mean, I, I haven't heard his full speech, so I will... Hold full judgment. Oh, you mean we get to talk about it
2: all again next week?
0: Well, yeah, when we see the full footage, oh, of course. I'm not but but it. when I've only seen like 30 seconds of it, because uh, I think he also talked about disinformation in it. So I want to hear really all those awesome. oh, so things. He he's ticking
2: all the boxes of all the organisations that are now exactly. he's on the payoff. That's why it just feels
0: him. a bit strange. They've but I'd say money. I'd like to watch the concert, mainly because like J-Lo's performing, so that'd be quite exciting. With her see? mum? With her mum.
2: I read something, I mean. Again, I'm reading it to the newspapers, so it may not be right. Okay,
0: well, let's let's fact check these things when uh, <laughs> we're able to. When we're able to, but no, interesting to see um, him do that, and of course, he was just there on his own because his wife. Meghan the Duchess of Sussex is heavily pregnant. Oh sorry I thought she
2: was publishing a book.
0: Well I was just about to say on she's been a busy bee because yesterday we found out that uh, next month a book will be published under her name called The Bench which is inspired from a poem that she wrote for Harry a month after Archie was born. Now James what are your thoughts on this?
1: <laughs> I do have thoughts on this Sarah you're absolutely right. My, the first thing that's sprung to mind, was that it's a children's book. Do you know how much she's charging for it? Thirteen quid. Now, that's that's a premier, premium children's book. How much would
0: a kid's book normally cost? Six quid? Yeah,
1: something like that. Five or six quid. So this is going to be hardback. This is going to be coffee table. This is going to be, look, I've got the book. This is not one to, to let your baby chew on. So it's a kid's book kids can't touch? Well, for thirteen quid? No, you're going to take real That's a coffee table that's Put coffee it down. down. Put it down. I'm not reading that through again. Stop chewing it. Um, the other thing is... It's about uh, a father's love for his child, um, which is an interesting subject for her to go on, bearing in mind the relationship with her father, which is non-existent, the relationship with Harry's father that she has and that Harry has with his own father, which is also interesting. Um and uh, as someone pointed out this morning, it, it, it's easy to write about a father's love for a baby child. It's when they get a bit older that things become a bit interesting. But <laughs> like you stop liking them. Yeah, yes. yeah when they want to be their own thing. I
0: love you, but I really don't but like you. But I really don't like, like yeah. you. But
1: the other thing that struck me, I was watching um, Sit Up Britain this morning mm-hmm. at half past six. And they said, um, and this shows how much people are sort of muzzled by... Uh, Megan and others about what they can say about it is they said, "Oh, great! Megan's got a new book out. It's called The Bench. What do we think about that?" And the five or six people who are in the studio were like, uh, "No, I think it's good. I think it's very brave. I mean, it's good. I like it. Why not?" And the host was going, "Yes, it's funny how everything with Megan's contentious, isn't it?" And they were all at pains to say, well, uh, "No, nothing wrong with it. I mean, I, yeah. Why
0: Look, I if think, she why wants to she? write a book, crack on. But I did think."
2: Poundland Fergie. I didn't (laughs)
0: think Poundland Fergie. Oh, sorry, that's just me. I didn't think that. What I thought was how disappointing it must be for children's authors who've spent years crafting their, you know, rhyming book, working with illustrators, trying yeah. to get an agent, trying to get a publisher, and then she goes, oh, I've written this thing, do you want to publish it? And okay. which, yeah. whichever our publishing house Penguin. has gone, yeah, that sounds No,
2: good. that is not how this worked. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, there was, that, you know... Do you think
0: she had to go through her agent, had to go... <laughs> no, should have been had approached. To go through redrafts. Been approached
2: Going, you know, hang on, there's a market here, you've got a kid, you're talking about being a mother, let's get her to write a kid's book. It does slightly, makes me wonder,
1: what what is their brand what, what is mean, is this it part of being Global a, Citizen or it, well
0: perhaps I mean I would like a definition of Global Citizen it does feel quite scattergun in some ways doesn't it mm.
1: like, like, like like she did that um, comment uh, voice for a Disney film well, for about the elephants the elephants yeah. so she does the elephants then she does a children's book and Harry's talking about the vaccine it's like Okay, well, they're all noble In
0: some ways, endeavors. I admire them because it, that, they've got a portfolio think, career. There
1: we go, I
2: was oh, going to say, it's a portfolio yeah. career, oh, a the new,
0: new, the new job. I it's have true. a portfolio career, so I admire them. Perhaps I can get on a group call with them and we can share ideas. But, you know... It's, it's interesting that it's not the first book that she has published under her name because she did do that cookbook with the community kitchen uh, from, from Grenfell, mm. which I have to admit I did buy about 10 copies of and gifted to anyone who needed a gift around that time. I thought it was a really <laughs> lovely book. So it's not her first time in the publishing arena. No, and
2: I, and I think it's great... I, do I think it's great? I think it's great that she has...
0: You feel conflicted, Elliot. I'm I feel. so conflicted
2: because I actually generally think the book could be quite interesting, and I think it'd be quite sweet, and the the drawings look, you know. Cute. Cute. And it's all rather the lovely. Ethereal, I just Dennis I'm Rogers. I'm trying to suppress my normal sort of oh it's by Meghan, it must be dreadful kind of approach. Yeah, and yeah. I think
0: just because you don't like the Duchess of Sussex do doesn't mean everything she does should be given. No,
2: her and in this occasion, okay, thirteen pounds is quite steep. But I think it's quite cute. I think it's a really interesting take. She's talked a lot about mental health, about being a mother, about relationships between parents. I think it is an interesting one, as you say, with the father-child relationship that but doesn't
0: bother me though like I don't think that just because she's got a bad relationship with her father means that she well, can't then write about it well she's
2: all about her journey and her yeah, story the, the, yeah, so the, now, now now she's allowed to write about other people's stories but other people aren't allowed to write about her story hmm conflicting
0: well, I, as you know, I still like Meghan and it's, Harry, it's, it's also, and I think it, it's nice that she's done it. Yeah. But there is part of me that thinks, oh, Howard, let other people have a turn. Yeah. Well, the thing about <laughs> the,
2: the, the, it's a huge market. And obviously, you have to you, you go through hundreds of these books, and some of them are quite mad. Mm. Um, but children, they're always looking for children's books. And I, do, I think there is that challenge of there are people who are children's authors, and this is yet another royal who's come along and yet, written yet another children's book. Um,
0: and, of course, she's not new, as you mentioned... Uh, Fergie wrote a number of children's the, books. Budgie the Helicopter, was it not?
1: Yes, I always yeah. forget. Not Budgie the, no, the Smuggler. Was it not, no. No, no, <laughs> it's no, no, not no, Budgie? Not Budgie Smuggler, Charles It was a helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Prince yeah. Charles did the thing of Loch Navarre or something. <gasps> they were actually quite good. Were they? I liked those. Mm. Uh, I've never read it. But I mean, there's obviously a thing of royal children's books. And why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't Everyone will buy it. does Fergie do
0: a thing on her Instagram? Where she reads books to kids.
2: She did do bedtime stories in yeah, the first lockdown. Yeah, I think she's camp. still
0: doing them now. Is she?
2: I'm sure the Sussexes will be joining that. Well, cadre cool. I can see her on CBeebies.
0: It's all quite nice. I, think, quite I nice. think
2: that's all really lovely. She is a mother. It's a genuine sort of story to tell. If it's if it's true, this whole thing that it was written shortly after the birth of her child and the relationship with Harry, marvellous. I have a feeling it's yet another contrived marketing ploy. Yeah, Maybe she's writing it to help it. her husband get into literature
1: because <laughs> he can
2: he can then say Hitch he's read a book Yeah, right the yeah exactly yeah. Oh, no, he's dealing with disinformation now um,
0: well yes, the thing is that I believe that Harry obviously the global citizen spoke at Vax Live live at the event mm. not a super spreading event but he was mm-hmm. there but I believe that Meghan is doing a piece to camera when it's broadcast out in the next couple of days so it'll be interesting to hear if that is true and what she says in that bit to camera.
2: That's true. I think it's a great cause. I just think it is politically sensitive and interesting for royals, therefore, very to jump on. Very politically
0: sensitive. Busy week for Meghan and Harry. Busy and
2: week for the the that generation of royals.
0: Yeah, very, very busy. And I'm assuming in uh, the coming weeks they'll be busier. What with a second child to keep them entertained. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I would be excited, but it's the Sussex. Very- I
0: Oh, I'm always <laughs> excited about a new baby. And you'd rather be wonderful. And also, but how nice will that be for the Queen? They too? will
2: actually be American.
0: Well, I think that Archie's know, yeah. American anyway, though, isn't he? If you're the child of an American, you are an American.
2: I thought if you're born in this. I th- but if you're born in America, you're very firmly an American, and they will chase you for tax forever. Well, yeah, I think I'm they'll sure.
0: chase them for tax, regardless, because they live there. <laughs> That's <Like> that,
2: true.
0: <laughs> like, you can't get away from it.
2: No, but he will be yes, an American prince. Actually,
0: thinking about that, will prince, will, will 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 Prince Harry have to pay American tax? Like, I think we're getting.
2: I think we need an accountant. Yeah, I mean, but it'd be I mean,
0: interesting to know because if he has a green card, he will have to pay tax there, mm-hmm. and then that opens an interesting door in terms of cuz aren't tax returns public in America so would and be if you're Trump. well that's very true so maybe they're not public
2: i think we need a, a, any american listeners yes, any, exactly any american tax advisors if there's,
0: <laughs> if there's an american listener who has a better grip on californian tax regulations californian tax regulations please do get in touch as we would love to hear uh Well, I don't think there's been anything else that's uh, tickled my fancy. Oh, actually, I tell a lie. There has been something uh, that uh, has come out this week that flooded into my email inbox, was that uh, there are some new alcoholic drinks available to buy at the Royal Palaces uh, and other gift shops. Oh, marvellous. Where? Where so, should we uh, go uh, from so beverages? If one goes on a day trip to the Sandringham Estate... Which, which is a good visit, actually. Which oh, would be yeah, a lovely yeah, day yeah. out. You can buy two new beers mm. that have been brewed from, I believe, grain from uh, the Sandringham oh, Estate. Right, well, nice. that's lovely. That's lovely. There's a nice picture of a pheasant on uh, one of the things. Are so they available in <laughs> waitstance?
2: They will be sooner or later. You can't go to the countryside. Your hay fever is clearly yeah, kicking off. <laughs> yes. Apologies to listeners for James's
0: terrible cough. Sorry. Uh, and also, the Buckingham Palace gift shop is now selling some slow gin. Oh, I love slow gin. So that's good to see. You've swig actually always on.
2: been. Um, the Duchy of Cornwall. Cornwall has done slow gin for a while. Mm. And they do quite a, a range of booze, including good champagne. Mm.
0: <laughs> Not that
2: we're pushing products.
0: No, no, not at all. I just. But but
1: if they wanted to send us something, we wouldn't object. (laughs) No, well, no. I never
0: object to free things. But it's just nice to know that the you know, despite shops and such like, I'm being shut for so long, they're still coming up with some lovely new products to keep us. But oh, what if there's a
2: brewery you can visit at Sandringham? I love a brewery visit.
0: Well, that would be nice. Or we should
2: investigate a day trip.
0: Oh, a day trip to Sandringham would be fabulous. When, you
2: know, such things are
0: allowed. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're getting to that point of the show, guys, where we need to discuss the minor oil of the week. Very exciting. Have you done your homework, James? Yes, I have. Well done.
1: Uh, And I'm going to tell you a story.
0: Ooh, settle in. Settle
1: in (laughs) for the story of Margaret. Is it a child appropriate story? No. Uh, This is a story of Margaret, the Duchess of Argyle, who lived from 1912 to 1993 she, uh, her her catchphrase, her watchword, she said, poodles and pearls are absolutely the essential things in life. She was a great woman. She was a great beauty, (laughs) fantastically beautiful, um, brought up in uh, some money uh, and class. Um, Why she's fascinating uh, is because of her 1963 divorce from uh, the uh, 11th Duke of Argyle, which was a massive scandal in 1963. He began to suspect that she'd been cheating on him. She was in New York. He was in their house in Mayfair. And he got a locksmith to break into her safe, (gasps) whereupon he found a selection of Polaroid photographs. Now, bear in mind, the Polaroid camera was only invented in 1948. This was 1963, so it's a pretty new thing. These were the first sexy selfies ever taken.
0: OMG. They
1: showed her naked, but for her three-string pearl necklace, <clears throat> in a very compromising position with a gentleman. The photograph only showed him from the neck down. It was known as the headless man case, uh, because she was in front of him, <clears throat> as it were. Uh, and at the uh, divorce, she was uh, accused of sleeping with 88 men uh, during the marriage. including So not many, then? No. including two, During the marriage? During the marriage, uh, including two government ministers and three members of the royal family, uh, and also the son-in-law of Winston Churchill. Uh, she, apparently, had fallen down a 40-foot lift shaft uh, 20 years previously, which she nearly died, but it gave her some kind of head injury, which apparently, her defence said, turned her into a nymphomaniac. The, <laughs> the judge um, completely disagreed uh, with this, and there was a wonderful... I have to read you what, how the judge describes her when he granted the divorce. Lord Wheatley... Uh, said the evidence established that the Duchess of Argyle was a completely promiscuous woman whose sexual appetite could only be satisfied with a number of men. He continued, her attitude to the sanctity of marriage was what moderns would call enlightened, but which in plain language was wholly immoral. Now, Moderns would term enlightened. She sounds fun. I like the sound of her. The good news is you can see a lot more about her because Amazon and the BBC are dramatising the divorce case it's going to be called A Very British Scandal. Mm-hmm. It's coming out later this year. Claire Foy, obviously who played...
0: The Queen in The Crown. In The
1: Crown, is going to play the Duchess of Argyle. And Paul Bettany is going to play the Duke. So the whole scandalous case is going to be brought to TV by the same people who made that Hugh Grant, Jeremy Thorpe thing. Oh, that was good. Oh, that yeah, was, that was really, was good really good, really good. So that amazing scandal. Uh, and uh, the other tragic thing about her is that after divorce, she... Uh, didn't She didn't get enough money to keep her lavish lifestyle going. And she ended up living in a nursing home in Pimlico, where Tap magazine, for whom she once wrote for, photographed her just before her death, sitting alone on a single bed, the grey wall behind her, still with her pearls, but with almost no other possessions to her name. And she died completely penniless in 1993, aged 80, having squandered everything away. Having gone from being society, beauty and member of the aristocracy... To this. And so here,
2: children is the moral of the tale.
1: <laughs> so
0: how is her former husband related to the Queen?
1: He is, well, as the 11th Duke of Argyle...
0: I mean, to say minor.
2: To say royal. To say royal. Look, this, is, a, know, so, well, the this whole, is not an aristocracy podcast, James, for your tabloid whole, fetishes. I the think whole the problem
0: here, Elliot, is, is, is the, James has gone, I've got to do some homework, let's just uh, Google... Scandal! And no, um, this is what he's But going there is
2: a link, though, isn't it? Because isn't there speculation... About a certain new young consort being,
0: I would tread very carefully. I'm trying and to don't try to tell very carefully, lies on this podcast.
2: The speculation about who those royal, who the who the royals
1: were with whom she may have yes. Engaged. Well, I don't think we need yes. to know
0: that. I don't. Th- I think uh, she was. People she was, are allowed to have fun.
1: They, they were all very much. I mean, she was very much in with the royal family. Well, in with. I mean, she was accused of sleeping with three of them, uh, and she also shared. The speech therapist Lionel Logue, Oh with King George from that other film from the Lord. King's Speech from the King's lovely Speech lovely film also, I like also
0: from them. real
2: life folks I
1: mean yeah also <laughs> yeah, also, and also from real life so yeah so I, it is it is she is very minor 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 not she's not, she's not a, no, no wait she's, she's not, not a royal supports.
2: she's not a royal she's someone with whom she had royal connections but, possibly some even allegedly I think our fond listeners. Well, look, forgive me well, that there's, there's going to leave them with a lot more questions. Well,
0: I think, James, it was a good first effort. Well done.
2: B-minus <laughs> B- <laughs> must try harder. Must make a <laughs> topic relevant to podcast. Your first minor royal, was
1: she's old. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it was one?
0: she wears wonderful clothes, That's which right. is more interesting. Well, I'll try
1: to come up but with a better anecdote than that. But she was time. actually a royal. OK. Yeah, royal who wears clothes.
2: Windsor Watch must be a member yeah. of the Windsor clan. But as
0: I say, good, good effort, James. Good effort. It was a uh, great story. Great. It's a brilliant it's story. A good like, story. Oh, exactly. I denying like this. And also, it gives people something to watch on the telly later in the year, oh, yeah. which is important. Ooh. We
1: can review that exactly <laughs> now because you've related See how true to life it is.
0: Now, I'm delighted to say that we've had uh, more listeners slide into our DMs Ugh. this week. And we've been asked to help a listener.
1: Have we been inundated
0: with, by letters? with a problem that she has?
2: DMs, not letters, DMs. So uh,
0: no. we have been asked by uh, Rosie in South East London. If we can help... Oh, that's her. nearby she could visit. Oh, she could. If she uh, she and her partner, I'm assuming a lover, not business, um, <laughs> are planning on buying a dog and they need to come up with the name of the dog and they wondered if we could give any advice on what the Queen calls her corgis.
2: Well, the current ones are Fergus and Muick.
0: Oh, well, I thought you might know this, Elliot.
1: But what are the other ones called? I don't there
0: know. There have
2: been a
1: long list. Yeah. From Susan downwards. Oh, Susan was the first one. Susan wasn't was it? the first. Yes. Yeah. Well, I can tell Susan you. Susan's quite a normal name.
2: Also, Fergus is quite a normal name. Muick But interesting. So, where does Muick so come from? It's an island. Ah, no, it's a well, is it an island. It's like On on on, or, on the Balmoral Estate. But interestingly, what what one, one what of those called. last photos they shared of the Queen and Prince Philip was on Loch Muick. That's right, yeah, Which the, I lovely one. The, really, the lovely the one. The lovely one. I thought that was grass. a really nice connection.
1: So, other names that her corgis have been called. Vulcan was one of the last ones. Yes, Bisto, Oxo, Flash, Spick, Span, Whiskey, Sherry, Foxy, Bushy, Brush, Cider, Berry, Vulcan, Candy, Monty, Willow and Holly. Willow, Holly and Vulcan, I think, were the last ones. Now, interestingly, I think... Oh, I'm going to get
2: corrected by listeners. I think Willow and Holly were the last of the descendants that she had bred herself from Susan. Oh, right. Oh, my word. I um, hadn't realised
0: you would actually know this much about it, but it's good, dogs, it's good, it's the, good. A bit
2: odd to call your dogs Bisto and Oxo. Isn't I it? think she's got a sense of humour. I think it's funny. You, I him. like
0: whiskey and sherry. I like I whiskey don't and People and now sherry, have this yeah.
2: obsession with giving dogs human names, which I find very odd.
0: I yeah. find it hilarious. I went for a walk with a dog the other day that was called Keith. <laughs> Keith, really? that
2: is hilarious.
1: Imagine having a dog called Alan, or like a... It's just, it's just,
0: it's just I, <laughs> well, so hang on. We should come up with a suggested oh, name okay, for suggested Rosie name. Oh, and right, her right. partner. I think
2: it needs to be something. Therefore, if she's going to follow the Queen, it either needs to be very funny and a little bit flippant, like Spick and Span, mm. or it needs to be poignant and meaningful, like Muick. So yeah. we could call
1: well, I, Rosie needs to inform us where where is meaningful for her and her partner. It needs to be something that stuff. you can shout in the park and not sound ridiculous
0: if you were to select like, a name... oi,
1: Balmoral, come
2: over here. Brilliant it. story about names and shouting them and being acceptable, but it's not to do with dogs. I'm just it's it doing anyway. Benedictine monks.
0: <laughs> I think, do you know what? I think that might be one for the pub after the podcast is recorded. Jeez. What?
2: I'll tell you in the pub. Okay. <laughs> if we
0: were to suggest a name to Rosie and her partner as to what of the Queen's dog's names she should opt for, I think I'm going to go with Monty.
2: Go traditional, go Susan. Susan says. Although Vulcan is a brilliant, just a brilliant name. No one's
1: ever said to me, I've got a great
2: story about Benedictine
0: monks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we're off but top. This is because you started with the non royal okay, minor yeah, rule of the sorry. week. Fair We've enough. gone off top Well, look, Rosie,
0: we hope that is helpful. Well, I'm going to suggest. So what
2: are we saying to Rosie?
0: I'm going to suggest we call the dog Monty.
2: Monty. We, and I went Susan,
1: which has gone against my rule of what not would you? In a real what night. would you go for? Fang. Fang? Fang. What could be funnier than calling a dog Fang? And
2: all the children run screaming, especially if it's a little poodle. Or a Bichon frieze. Oh, is there a description of the dog?
0: No, she just says they're getting a dog. I'm assuming it's a corgi.
2: A corgi or a doggy, maybe.
0: A doggy? What's a doggy? The
2: doggy is the dash hound corgi cross that the Queen has bred specifically from Susan.
0: Oh, Let's hope she's going. We could one do
2: an one. entire episode on dogs. We could do we a could whole do episode
0: on royal animals, but maybe that's one. We for, might need
2: someone who knows about the studs.
0: Well, oh, or someone who knows about animals. <laughs> um, well, if you want to be like Rosie and slide into our DMs, oh, please do, please do. Uh, as I say, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on t- t- uh, TikTok, and we are at Windsor Watch Pod. Uh, please do rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It's been alleged that it helps other people find us, but I've never seen any evidence of that. Um, And yeah, tune in next Wednesday when we'll be back for another episode of Windsor Watch. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye.